On this episode, I've got three more mistakes that if you make, you are in trouble. Hey, another edition of the Branding Podcast coming to you. I'm Gabriel Aloisi, host of the podcast and founder of Shake Creative in Tampa, Florida. Thank you so much for being here with me today. This episode is part two of two in our series on the top seven mistakes that brands often make in their marketing efforts. If you can avoid these mistakes, you will go a long way to winning more clients and doing a better job in your marketing and saving a ton of money. Now, the branding podcast is changing. This is actually going to be the last episode that I have that is ready to go to the subject matters already created. So what does that mean? That means you, the listener, are going to be able to decide what this show is going to be discussing, what I'm going to be talking about on this show. You can do that by casting your vote at thebrandingpodcast.com slash vote, and you are going to be able to decide what it is that you hear, the subject matter that resonates with you. Now, before we dive into today's subject, let's Give a shout out to the top cities that were listening to this podcast last week. That was Richmond, California, Miami, Florida, Beaverton, Oregon, Dubai in the United Arab Emirates, and Oakland, California. Thank you so much for listening to the show, and I hope that you are sharing this with your friends so you can get a shout out yourself next week for you and your city. Okay, now that we got the housekeeping out of the way, let's get right into it. We are on mistake number five and the top mistakes that I see brands make in their marketing. Mistake number five is not defining and speaking to your audience. As we've discussed in previous episodes, your brand just cannot be everything to everyone. That's a good thing. You can use it to your advantage if you play your cards right. Many brands have an identity crisis because their ads say one thing, but those expectations aren't met by the customer when they come to pay a visit to their store or to their website. Imagine you have a product that's geared to the 60 and up age demographic. It's almost useless to put all your marketing efforts into social media to attract them. You'd be better served with a direct mail campaign. Simple things like that make all the difference. Again, we've talked about this before, but not only do you need to know who your audience is, but you need to find them in the right places and you need to speak with them on their level. All right, mistake number six, failing to follow up with your customers' needs and wants. Brands could save a lot of customers if they would simply ask more questions. I hear team members and I hear staff of companies asking all the right questions, but at all the wrong times. They ask them when it's too late, when the customers are leaving. I suggest you send out surveys or place them in your store or on your website to continually take the pulse of your brand. Don't think a simple suggestion box will do the trick either. It takes a whole lot more. Ask your clients and your customers, ask them what you can do to improve their experience, what types of innovations they would like to see. Don't be afraid to ask your clients and your customers the tough questions. Even if you're uncomfortable with the answers, you'll be better equipped for the problems and you'll be able to capitalize on all the wins. As an added benefit, you might even get some new product or service ideas from the feedback. 
And our last mistake, mistake number seven, is failing to figure out what the competition is doing better. It's so easy to stand pat and to live in a bubble. It takes some effort to find out what's working at the business down the street. If you're losing customers to your competition, figure out what they're doing better than you. Even if your brand has dynamite sales numbers, you should still find out what you can do better. It's arguably even more important during the good times because you can keep the momentum going and you can start really running laps ahead of your competition. That's it. Those are my seven tips. If you didn't hear the first four, go back to episode 15 and check them out. Before I say goodbye, here's a special message from our sponsor. Hi, entrepreneurs. This is Charlie of the Solution Associates. We help companies like yours increase profitability through applied technology and custom software development. We boost productivity by using proven Lean Six Sigma methods of eliminating waste and creating consistent performance. Basically, we turn busy into productive. We work with firms of any size. Just recently, we helped a locksmith here in Tampa save nearly $28,000 a year by finding the right service and customer management program and then showing Casey, the owner, how to configure it to get the most bang for his buck. From consulting services and analysis to custom software development, our team will help you build your business and extract those hidden dollars. So give me a call at 813-984-1836 for a free 15-minute analysis and start finding your hidden money. All right, so before we say goodbye today, I invite you one last time to go to thebrandingpodcast.com slash vote and vote for the next episode. While you're there, go ahead and pick up your free copy of The Seven Elements of Highly Effective Ads. I promise it'll be worth your time. Until next time, here's to your success.